Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome back to Concierge Confidential. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and it is pool season, everybody. So, uh, this episode is really going to focus around the pool scene here in Las Vegas, and really some of the do's and don'ts if you're going to be going to a pool while you're here, and also some of the pools that might suit your group or your family or your friends the best when you come to town, because not all pools are created equally here in Las Vegas, and I'm here to break down some of my favorites, some of the ones I think are best for you and your family, and a couple of things that you should know before you enter uh, or go to one of our pools here in town, because we have a lot of them, and they're all really, really fantastic. Well, most of them are, and I'm here to actually sort of break it down for you on the pod. So, Anyways, this is Concierge Confidential, the pool episode, coming up next. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential, and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting, who have been experts in specialized coating, servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. All right, everybody, so we are back, and we're going to be diving into pool season. Um, if I sound a little bit like I have allergies, it's... I probably do. Um, it's, uh, it's as we say, it's pool season, so typically around this time of the year is when stuff gets starting to blow around the city and I start getting allergies. So that's a wonderful time of year. But anyway, so the pool season. So pool season obviously started a while back. I would say pool season really starts the end of March and lasts really pretty much till November is essentially how long pool season is. So a couple things that you should know about uh, going to the pools here in Las Vegas. So really, really important to note that we are kind of restrictive in terms of which pools you can go to when you come to the strip. So typically you are able to go to the hotels that you are staying at. So for example, if you are staying at the MGM Grand, you are able to use the MGM Grand Pool Complex. But if you are staying, for example, at the Luxor, you're not technically like entitled to actually go to the MGM Grand Pool, even though they're owned by the same company, it is not the same. So just keep that in mind, number one, especially on the weekends, make sure to know I mean, obviously, that's why you're on the on the pod. Is that you are not able to go in between your pools? So it's especially hard on the weekends. So again, try to, especially if the pool is going to be a huge deal for your family or your for your friends, try to pick a place that is going to be able to accommodate uh, your group. So if you want to go to the MGM Grand Pool, which has one of the two lazy rivers in town then you should probably book your room at the MGM Grand. It's pretty self-explanatory at that point, but obviously, if you've never been to Vegas, these are things you may not know. Back in the day, you were able to actually make a reservation for, not make a reservation for, but you were able to walk up to a pool, pay a cover charge, and able to go into the pool complex. 
we really don't do that much anymore. Sometimes during the weekdays, I'll be able to do that Monday through Thursday, typically, where if you are staying at a different property, you can maybe pay a cover to come in and you're good to go. Even that has really gone by the wayside, and I wouldn't count on that in terms of going to most of the pools on the Las Vegas Strip. Obviously, there are certain pools in town that are exceptions and are a little bit different, uh, but the hotel pools specifically we are talking about do not allow this. So just keep that in mind. Try to pick a hotel. If you're going to be going to the pool frequently, matches up best with your group or your family's needs. So uh, number two, um, if you are somebody that really, really wants to go to a certain pool, but you don't want to stay at that particular property, not a problem. You can always do this way, and that's booking a daybed, a cabana, um, uh, a bungalow, whatever you'd like, and that gets you access to that pool because basically that supersedes everything because you are spending a certain amount at that particular pool, and that's what you get. So that is another great option, especially if you're somebody who, A, want or has a big group and you all want this sort of you know you're staying at different properties and you kind of all want to meet at the same one this is one way to do it if you also have a big group and you want a guaranteed place to sit or lay down uh this is another great way to do it and then also if you are somebody that really really needs shade this is a really good way to do it as well so Getting a cabana or a daybed is probably one of the best ways to experience a pool in Las Vegas. So I would always recommend that at the beginning. Typically, I would say it's worth it to get a daybed or a cabana if you have, I would say, four or more people in your group. So I've seen people who are get daybeds and it's usually just a couple. And that's completely fine. Um, usually daybeds do have a spending minimum, same thing as the cabanas. And it fits two people you know, more than comfortably. I would say four people is the max for a daybed. I believe they let you take up to five typically, but four really is the max is what they're looking for. And that can usually accommodate four people pretty pretty easily. Typically a daybed is like a king size bed. So think of what a king size bed looks like in a bedroom. That's how big your daybed's gonna be. It typically does come with an umbrella. So I've it's very rare you get a daybed that does not have an umbrella. And it covers a good amount of the daybed. I would say about I would say about half of the daybed is able to be covered with the umbrella. Obviously, depending on where the sun is, that's a huge deal. So if you are somebody who is extremely sensitive to sun, the daybed may not cover the entire area, but you might want to splurge for the cabanas. So typically, what does these prices go for for these cabanas and daybeds? So at a regular pool... They do typically have what's called a food and beverage minimum. It's very important to read the fine print on a lot of these pools because they're not all the same. So when I used to work at MGM Grand as a concierge, our pool was all food and beverage minimum. So for example, if you have if the cabana costs $1,000, that typically means that you have $1,000 to spend in food and beverage, and that includes the rental of the cabana. So if it's $1,000, that means you're spending 1000 bucks at the very least. Uh, and just know this does not include tax or gratuity. So keep that in mind when you are uh, looking at these prices. Because I had uh, my, my, my brother, him and his friends are coming to Las Vegas, and they got a rental over at Caesars Palace, and they do not have a food and beverage minimum. So they just do the pool rental, and anything you purchase at the pool is going to be extra. So that's sometimes a little bit more, because if you think about it, let's just say you spend 700 bucks on the rental, 
that does not include any food and beverage. So that's all extra that if you're going to be spending the entire day there, it can get quite expensive and go over, like, for example, the $1,000 example that I used earlier. So just to give you an idea, typically a daybed at MGM Grand, like a daybed, which typically has four people, depending on the weekend, let's just use a Saturday as an example, can run from uh, $650 to $900, depending on the location of the pool. If you have a very large pool, for example, like MGM Grand's pool is gigantic. It has like seven or eight different pools, including the Lazy River. Most people want to sit by the Lazy River. That's where a lot of the action is. It has direct access to the Lazy River, and that's where people want to sit by. So typically, the Lazy River will always have more expensive minimums just because it is in the heart of the action. When you get to places that have pools like this, the adult areas are typically less expensive just because they're typically smaller, they're typically quieter. That's usually when you see when you hear adult. This is really important when you're actually looking to make reservations. If you ever see adult pool or 21 and over, people typically like to jump to this is the party pool. Typically when you are looking at these pools that have a mixture of uh, adults and children, the adult pool is typically the quiet pool. So for those of you adults trying to get turn up, uh, typically the adult pools are not the crazy ones. They're typically the very quiet ones. So just be sure of when you're booking to see if it's going to have music, a uh, DJ or anything like that, because uh, it does depend. So typically the adult-only areas are a little bit less expensive because they're typically out of the way and not in the heart of the action. So just keep that in mind when you're booking for any of these cabanas. Uh, day beds typically are the most affordable. Then it goes up to cabanas and then it goes up to bungalows. If you have a property that has bungalows, which those typically are very, very large cabanas that could accommodate a very large group of people. Um, typically the question is how many people can be accommodated in a cabana? So a typical cabana, you can typically have between six to eight people. That's pretty standard. So wherever you go, that's kind of what they're looking for is between six and eight they'll typically give you wristbands up to 10 people. So that's typically the max is 10 people. That's really as much as these things can hold. And most cabanas will accommodate with a couch. They typically have a lot of chairs for you to sit at. They obviously have usually a wet bar. So the wet bar typically means it has a sink. It'll also have a fridge that has a bunch of waters, usually sodas. Um, sometimes sodas, not all the time. So you, that's kind of a weird one you have to kind of look at, but they will typically always be stocked with water. That's typically something that is always complimentary at the standard pools, the hotel pools, day clubs. It's very, very different. So, uh, we also, we're actually not going to be covering day clubs in this particular pod just because they are a different sort of subset of pools in Las Vegas that really sort of fall into the nightclub and uh, day life categories. So just keep that in mind. So, um, I did want to jump into some things that you should be bringing to the pool when you come to Las Vegas. So a couple of things that you are able to bring to the pool. Uh, some of the things that you should be bringing to the pool. Uh, sunscreen is very, very important. If you don't, obviously there's a store that they do have sunscreen for, but again, it's very expensive. I would certainly bring a hat, uh, any type of hat in general. Usually the like bucket hats or like the sun hats are really, really great just because it does get very, very hot here. For those of you visiting not from Nevada, just keep in mind in the summer, especially like July, June, September, it can get up to 110 degrees outside, which honestly, if it's 110 degrees outside, you should not be at the pool. Just go inside. But typically, that's 110, 105 degrees outside is very, very normal here in the middle of summer. For those of you that listen outside of the country, 
Thank you so much for listening, I have to say. Uh, England, Australia, love that you guys listen. Uh, typically, it is around 30 to 35 degrees Celsius. So actually, I think it's 28 to 35 degrees Celsius. So boom, look at that. I converted. So it's around those, those, those temperatures. So make sure that you are drinking a lot of water and obviously covering yourself as much as possible, unless you're trying to get a tan. That's very, very important. But Anyways, back to the staying hydrated part. You can bring a bottled water if you want. You can bring like a, like one of those thermal water bottles you can bring. That's totally fine. Water's typically allowed to bring in from outside. But you can bring in, for example, like a whole ice chest. They don't want you bringing in whole ice chests into the pool. They will definitely turn you away. And that entire 18 pack that you had packed into your ice chest does not come in. And another thing that I wanted to make sure that you guys bring, make sure you bring sunglasses. That's also very, very important. I think that's just like everybody looks just better in sunglasses, but also it does help with like the UV rays. So just keep that in mind as well. I would bring your ID because you never know. You might be ID'd because you look under 21. So just keep that in mind. So make sure you bring some ID. And also make sure that you bring your credit card and your room key. Room keys are important because that's how you get into the pool. So do not forget your room keys because they do have typically a machine that you will swipe your card through and that will gain you access to the pool. They typically allow up to four to five people per room. It's usually four, but they'll let in five. So for every one room key, you can bring in four people. So just keep that in mind. And the reason I mentioned a credit card is because if you bring cash, where are you going to put the cash when you start getting all wet? So typically credit cards are really good for this. Obviously, you have to keep an eye on it. They do have lockers typically for rental. The rentals are typically between 15 and 20 bucks for the entire day. So that's really up to you if you want to decide whether you want to do that. But just remember, I would definitely bring a credit card as well as your ID. Because if you do bring your ID and you are staying at the hotel, this is kind of a pro tip. I would recommend you don't bring your credit card because then you can just charge it to your room as long as you have your photo ID. Obviously, if you're going to do this, make sure you have a lot of faith in your room being linked to your ID, obviously, or your ID being linked to your room. Because if you don't have your ID and or if you have your ID and you are not on the room as a authorized charger, guess who doesn't get the drink that you just ordered? That beautiful pina colada goes unused so again make sure you bring your id and if you feel really confident in it you can use that to charge stuff to your room so that's one of my many tips that i'll give you so let's jump into the things that you cannot bring so you can't bring an ice chest you cannot bring an umbrella even though you are somebody that might you know be very sensitive to the sun you have all these ailments if you will um things that like you know you might have a condition where you can you need an umbrella they typically do not allow umbrellas into the pool, at least outside umbrellas. That's where you have to buy a day bed. So again, umbrellas, not allowed. Also, boom boxes, loudspeakers, they typically do not allow. If they do let you bring them in and then you start playing them, if it is very loud, they will take them away or they will tell you to return them to your room or you will be removed from the pool as well. So Honestly, this is just sort of like a courtesy thing just because there's other people that may not like your rap music or your rock music and they don't want to hear it. And it's just very inconsiderate, to be honest. So maybe just don't do it. But again, they typically don't allow you to bring loudspeakers or like your own personal like uh, auxiliary speakers, honestly. Um, also, uh, you're not allowed to bring your own food. 
So no outside food. Typically, they will have a cafe or they will have a snack bar for you to get any options that you want and take to your to your uh, day bed or your chair, whatever you like. Uh, what else? So um, I did cover these are kind of the, all the things that you can and can't bring to the pool. Hopefully that was uh, helpful. And I really just wanted to jump into some of the pools that might fit you and your family or you and your friends best. And that'll be coming up next on the other side of the break. Hey, everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential. Just letting you know about a new podcast that we have out. It's called Last Night in Vegas with me, Brian Ortega. Hopefully you're able to listen to it. Um, it'll be periodically put out throughout the week. And usually if I go out in the evening, you'll probably be hearing a podcast about how that night went. So make sure to check out our new podcast, Last Night in Vegas, presented by Neon Smoke Productions. Hey, ready? So we are back. So we're going to be diving into the sections or types of pools that are best for you and your family or you and your friends. I like to say both just because, you know, Vegas is something for a lot of people. So uh, the first one I wanted to jump in is for families. So obviously for families, pools are a huge deal when you're visiting Las Vegas because there's not a lot of things for kids to do. Uh, we are getting more stuff, but this is certainly a good uh, example of things to do in Vegas that are good for all ages. So so I wanted to list some of my favorite pools that I think are good for kids and families alike. So one of the number one ones is the Mandalay Bay Beach Pool. So Mandalay Bay does have a very large pool complex. It's actually one of the larger ones, really only rivaled by maybe MGM Grand. And the one that makes this one unique is it does have a wave pool and a beach. Uh, so they do have sort of this like sand area that's actually right in front of the wave pool. And the wave pool does make waves, obviously, and sort of simulates the ocean. And it's a very unique sort of experience. So they have that pool, and they also have sort of auxiliary pools around it. And they even have a small lazy river that goes around the pool complex as well. So they also have a lot of cabanas and day beds to choose from. And they even have a different pool for adults and adults only. And this is one of the crazier pools, which I'll get to that later. But... The Mandalay Bay Beach Pool is really, really fantastic, especially for families, just because it simulates going to, like, San Diego or Los Angeles, kind of, uh, like going to the beach where it's a pool that's a little bit different than maybe something that you would get back home where you're from. So Mandalay Bay Beach, really, really great option. This is going to be located pretty much in the back of the hotel. It's a little bit difficult to kind of find, especially if you are coming from certain areas of the hotel, but typically it is located downstairs right around the corner from the front desk and that gains you access to the mandalay beach pool which also has concerts in the evening which is actually really cool but that is certainly just for adults so moving on to one of the other pools that i think is actually quite good i used to work here mgm grand the mgm grand pool complex is one of the largest in the city they have many different pool types they believe have eight different pools which includes an adult pool they have a lazy river they have two standard pools, which one has a DJ at it, typically most of the time on the weekends. And they also even have a splash pad, which is just for kids, obviously, uh, which typically is only about three feet tall. So it's actually quite, quite shallow, Those those uh, that pool. But 
MGM Grand Pool is a great option just because it has a lot of things for a lot of different people. Uh, it does not have a water slide, unfortunately. That's strictly over at the Excalibur and over at the Circus Circus, which I remember those places because that's where I grew up going to pools, but uh, not did not make my list today. But I do believe the MGM Grand Pool is a good pool to choose just because it has a very large complex. The only thing is, is that it is almost too big and there's not a lot, a lot of shade depending on what parts of the pool you're in. And it just depends. It just depends on what part of the pool you're at. I also did work out at the pool when we were coming back from COVID. Uh, one of the first jobs they were offering was a uh, pool attendant because honestly, the pools were the only thing that you were able to do during COVID when you were coming back to the city. So everybody thought, this was basically the thinking, is everybody thought that, and it was very cheeky the way that they worded it. So the way to come back to the the working the working biz if you will was they said you can come back and then you know after that then maybe you'll go into your old position and so on and so forth so they said they didn't they said <coughs> they said that if you decided not to go and work at the pool essentially be an orange shirt essentially and I'm a pool ambassador so they said, if you don't do this, then you it's essentially a refusal to work, which means then you do not tip. This is the way they made it sound is you do not have access to become to go to your old job, essentially. So become a concierge again. So uh, everybody kind of got scared into working at the pool because everyone thought, well, I have to go back and work at the pool. Because if I don't do this, I won't get my real job back. So it was a seniority thing. That was kind of the thing, the way it was. And uh, yeah, it was probably the worst job I ever worked in Las Vegas, to be honest. Um, we we're basically the mask police. So we had to go around telling people like to put their mask back on outside, which wherever you stand on the whole mask discussion, uh, honestly, outside, it's I thought outside is kind of ridiculous, to be honest. But um we're just doing the rules. So that's kind of just what we're doing. So we didn't like it. We didn't like having to go around and tell people, put your mask back on, put your mask back on. Like we understand you're outside and, um, it wasn't a fun job, but being out there, you know, eight hours a day in, in the heat, uh, reminded me of why I don't want to work outside. And I'm glad I don't work outside anymore. It is not my jam at all, but, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, going back to the pool, uh, the pool, is again quite nice. They have a lot of bars, which is really fantastic. Uh, they have great misters over by the bar, which is over near the um, like north end of the pool complex by, by the Lazy River. Which honestly, that's my favorite because that's where I used to stand and get you know cool during the summer months, and it was fine. But they do have a DJ typically on the far end. I always forget what the name is, but it's typically the one that is the south pool. Uh, which is right next to the adult pool. So that one typically had like a lot of stuff going on on the weekends, which is really fantastic. So anyways, MGM Grand Pool, really, really great for adults, kids, really everybody in the entire family. But again, it just, you know, sometimes you get a little rowdy there. So make sure you, you know, watch your kids while you're there. Just, you know, keep that in mind. This is not Wet Republic. People always think that this is part of Wet Republic. It is not. Again, this is part, that'll be part of our day club talk at some point when we do a day club episode but just keep that in mind so moving on i would also say mirage last but not least is one of my other like really good pools for kids obviously it is changing they are moving to the hard rock 
hotel, which that'll be in like a year or two. But right now, it is still one of the marquee pools to go to. It has this awesome waterfall right as you walk into the pool complex. And I think still a really great pool for families and obviously kids as well. So really great choice. So moving on. So moving on to pools for adults. This is the adult section of the pod. So really quickly, just going into it, the pools for adults that I think are fantastic. Cosmopolitan has a great pool. It overlooks the Bellagio. Sorry, it overlooks the entire Las Vegas Strip. And I think it is absolutely fantastic. It has a beautiful view. The pool itself is actually not gigantic. It actually has two sides. They have one side that faces Harmon, which looks at over the Aria, and they also have the sort of the main pool that overlooks the Las Vegas Strip. And really great. It's you're gonna get beautiful people here. You do get many many adults. You got a mix of kids in there as well. But this is very much an adult style pool. It's not gonna have a lot of frivolous extras like to you know help kids out. Uh, it's really there to have you relax and also have a great vibe while you're there. So the Cosmopolitan pool, absolutely fantastic. Marks all around. They also have a special pool just for their spa, which is very, very, very convenient. So we also have the Bellagio. The Bellagio is a very, very elegant pool. It actually has multiple small pools around the entire property or around their entire pool complex, which you can actually see from the convention center, which is quite nice. And with that, you actually get a nice little complex where you're able to walk around explore different types of pools they have the big uh like pots that have water coming out of them which is really nice but again it's a very elegant very elevated pool complex where you didn't you are going to get a much more mature crowd because it reflects of the people who are staying at the bellagio which is typically more you know middle age to you know middle age to to more experienced if you will and also people who have you know a certain you know status, if you will, uh, will be staying at the Bellagio. But again, Bellagio is really great also for kids, especially, but it's, it's, it's not going to be a really fun experience for kids. Although I don't have any kids, but I've been told that kids just see water and they just have a good time no matter who's in there. So it works. So moving on, this is actually going to be another option for a smaller pool, but Park MGM. Park MGM actually had to redo their entire pool complex because they moved over from Monte Carlo over to Park MGM. And with this, they actually took out the, one of the better lazy rivers that they had in town, and it is a much more standard pool complex. They do have an adult area as well, uh, which when my brother came last time with his friends, they actually got a cabana, which was quite nice. And they have really, you know, really fun games like beer pong. You can do like giant jenga. They have cornhole, and you know, a bunch of different amenities that really assist with everything at the pool complex. And when we went, they had an Aperol spritz. Uh, cart, which is actually quite fun to see. But again, it's a much more standard pool, just sort of like big squares, essentially. Uh, nothing too, too crazy. They did have the Nomad pool, which is, again, a much more quiet bar where you get a little less music uh, just sort of pumping in. It's supposed to be a little bit more refined. So moving on to my other good pools for adults, uh, Caesars Palace is a really large pool complex. You've probably seen the very iconic photo of the round pool with the Center space, the swim up space in the middle, which is quite amazing to be honest. But what's really cool about it is a very large pool. They do have a separate pool for adults as well, which is 21 and over, which is the Athena pool, I believe, or Garden of the Gods pool. Uh, anyways, either one of them, they do have an adult pool, which is strictly for adults, which I did see they do typically have a DJ, which is quite nice. So that's always a fun time. That used to be a topless pool. But it is no longer a topless pool, unfortunately, which topless pools can be very, very fun, but they are kind of going by the wayside. They are also known as 
European style pools. So if you ever are walking around and you're wondering what is a European style pool, you now know that that is code word for topless. So just keep that in mind. So moving on, I will be jumping into the best pools for in general. So just in general, the best pools uh, in terms of just, you know, elegance and cleanliness. Uh, Bellagio's up there. Caesar's Palace is up there. I would also throw the Wynn in there. The Wynn has a beautiful pool complex, which have, with a very unique feature, that it actually has a hawk that will fly around the pool complex to make sure there are no pigeons pooping anywhere or stealing your food. It is trained to do that. So really cool. If you actually end up going to the Wynn, you will see a hawk flying around to actually assist the guests. So don't freak out. They're not going to steal your, you know, your toy poodle. They are there to protect your toy poodle, which if you're taking your dog to the pool in Vegas, hopefully it's a service dog, like for real. But anyways, so I would say the Wynn has a beautiful pool complex. The Bellagio has a fantastic pool complex, as well as Caesar's Palace. And the Venetian also has a very beautiful pool complex as well. The Wynn also has a European pool complex, so keep that in mind. So I wanted to give you an option for pools to party at. So some of the fun pools that are not day clubs, uh, I'm going to include on this list. So a uh, couple fun pools to party at. Morea gets really wild. And at the moment, I believe it is the only topless pool uh, other than maybe the wind. But that one isn't a party pool. That one's so you don't have tan lines. But Morea, you can also not get tan lines, but it does get a little bit crazy. They do have a DJ. They typically play top 40 hip hop music. So it's a small pool. It really only has... Honestly, like two sections. So it's really, really small. They do have a nice little bar, but you are going to get a much more mature crowd in terms of men. You're going to get a lot of guys who are in their 30 and ups. And then women typically of all ages, typically in their 20s, 30s, 40s, all the way up and down the rainbow. Uh, because this is the chance for them to flaunt any assets that they might have. This is a topless pool. So be warned that if you do go to this pool, if you are a lady is obviously free, but for men, you do have to pay to get into these pools, especially the European style. So you're going to be looking at between $35 and $50, depending on the day. So I would say safely that you should go in probably looking to spend at least 50 bucks on cover charge at Morea, which that is at the Mandalay Bay, if you're thinking of trying out a topless pool. So good for you. Um, also, by the way, uh, these topless pools are really great places to find people if you are a swinger. So uh, any, I know this is a very adult pod, just, it just we took a turn. But if you are uh, an adult and um, you are into that lifestyle, uh, I have been told that these topless pools are really good places to meet other couples because your inhibitions are obviously lowered because some of you might have your tops off. So this might be a good place for swingers to find other swingers. So good luck and happy hunting if that's on your agenda. So anyways, moving on, getting back on track a little bit here. Uh, Bear, it's a really fun pool. Uh, Bear was one of my dad's favorite pools, and he actually, we actually went there one time together, which that's when I knew I was very much an adult when I was going to a topless pool with my dad. Uh, don't worry, my mom was not there. She was on the trip, and she said, peace out, deuces. She was not going to be hanging around for that. She had much better things to do. But, uh, yeah, Bear was honestly pretty cool. But uh, just I have to say, sort of full disclosure, it is no longer a topless pool. It is now an adult pool, but uh, just an adult pool. Um, it is 
now no longer optional. You do have to be fully clothed for the most part. Uh, but they do have a DJ, which is really fun. So obviously this is a place that also you can go party at. That is not a day club. It's definitely going to be in like sort of like an ultra pool, if you will. I just might I might have invented that. Um, they also have Liquid, which is at the Aria. Uh, by the way, going back, Bear is over at the Mirage, just in case you're wondering where Bear is. Uh, very conveniently located right next to the Lions and the Dolphins, which no longer are there. But uh, you're going to go into where the pool complex is and take a very quick right, and that will take you over to Bear. So moving on, uh, Liquid is a good choice. Liquid is a very small day club. This is one of the only day club options on this particular list because I consider it more of an ultra pool more than anything else because Liquid, to be honest, is really, really small day club. And honestly, I don't think it ever competes with things like Encore Beach or Marquee or Wet Republic. It's not going to compete with those guys. So it's a really good other option, but it's a very, very small pool at the Aria, just in case, you know, you need an option. And one of the last ones would be Stadium Swim. Stadium Swim is a really great option, especially for people who want to watch sports while they're in the pool. It has many, many tiers, which has many, many different pools on the inside, which can make for a very, very fun experience if you're here with a bunch of guys, just because, you know, it's a fun place so you can still play sports bets at the pool, which typically you'd have to go back down to the casino or you can buy on your app, obviously. That's a new thing. They do have table games at the pool, which is really fantastic. They have a huge selection of day beds, cabanas, and, of course, regular uh, chairs that you can use. But my one critique about Stadium Swim, and keep this in mind, it does get very, very hot on top of that roof. So especially if you're coming in the, in the, in the months of like July and September – it gets extremely hot, so make sure that you bring an umbrella, a hat, sunscreen, the whole nine yards, because there's really no place to hide from the sun if you are at a regular uh, chair. You do, I would highly recommend getting a daybed or a cabana that has shade over at Stadium Swim. But other than that, Stadium Swim is really great, fantastic. And this is actually one of the few places that you can actually pay a cover charge, no matter what the time of the day is or what day of the, month, the week it is. You can pay a cover charge and go up to the day club or to Stadium Swim without having to stay at the property. So this is one of the great options for Stadium Swim. So just keep that in mind. So that's where some of the cool pools to party here in Las Vegas. And uh, one of the other fun things to do while you're in Vegas and going to any pools, you may not want to go take a dip, but you might want to look at people. And that is one of the fun things about Vegas is people watching. And there are great places that have really great restaurants that overlook pools. So some of my favorites, uh, Border Grill is really great. Border Grill, if you sit on the sort of the top level, you're able to get a good view of the Mandalay Bay Beach pool. And they do Mexican cuisine, which is really great for brunch as well. There's also Sedell's which Sedell's is over at the Bellagio that has a view of the pool and they do everything sort of cafe classics and the line can get quite long for this place. So make sure you line up pretty early if you're going to Sedell's over at the Bellagio. You can also, you can also try Jardine, which I took a girl there on a date and I really did spend 30 bucks on a dessert just to look like a flower pot. And that was basically what it was. It was a flower pot it was fine, but honestly, that's one of the, oh my goodness. She really got me on that one. She was like, I've never been there. And she worked at the win and I fell for it. And I took her to Jardine. She probably just wanted to go to that restaurant and she totally duped me 
And I said, sure. By the way, I did not plan on going there. The plan was to go to BJ's because this was a first date, everybody. And an hour before the date happens, she says, oh, uh, I don't know if I'm feeling BJ's. Can we go to Jardine? And I was like, sure. And that's how I was had. So be careful out there, guys. They really be out here. Anyways, moving on. So Jardine is fine, but uh, it has a good view. So we're mentioning it. That's why. It's at the win. So another one, the Overlook Grill, which that one's really, really nice. It's very, very quaint. It actually is a very, very approachable place. And that is, you really don't get to see it very often. And that is actually overlooking the Cosmopolitan Pool, which is quite nice. So that's always a nice place to go to if you're either enjoying Marquee, or sorry, enjoying the pool area, or if you end up going, you know, just to have lunch somewhere. That's a good spot. So Anyways, this was the pool episode. Hopefully it was enjoyable. Hopefully it was informative. Um, I think I covered a lot of things in terms of pools. If you are going to be making a reservation for a pool here in Las Vegas and you want to be very specific, uh, you can always call. Make sure to call your concierge or call the hotel directly, and they were able to book over the phone. I would recommend that you have a map open if you do this. Don't just call up and start you know, just rattling off stuff and not knowing where you're going. Have a map of the pool open. You can usually find it on their website, or if you just type in MGM Grand Pool Complex Map, it will typically pop up a map of the complex, and then you can help direct yourself from there. Or you can obviously book online if you want, but make sure you read the fine print and see where it says uh, food and beverage minimum, or if it just says rental fee. You want to go food and beverage minimums every single time because it will be worth it in the end. So, that was our episode for today, everybody. This was a very sort of pre-planning idea of Las Vegas in the summer. But if you do want to see any of the stuff that we're doing for Last Night in Vegas, always check us out on Instagram at conciergeconfidential underscore LV. You can also follow us on TikTok, which is at Keys to Vegas, and obviously on our YouTube page, which is Concierge Confidential. And if you want to follow me, my name is Brian Ortega underscore 26, or Brian Ortega 26. It's one of those two. Hopefully you'll find me. So anyways, thank you so much for listening. If you see me out in town, Thank you so much. But if you do, remember, keep it confidential. Okay.